do explain what exactly a faith-based marriage is. Just because people go to church on Sunday, married folk go to church on Sunday, they think they got a faith-based marriage. They think right. that's the extent of faith-based marriage, going to church, hearing a sermon, mm -hmm. right? So when they hear the phrase faith, the phrase we use faith-based, they might think, oh, we have that, but they really don't. They really don't. Mm -hmm. And we don't want people to confuse that or get stuck or stumble, as, as the Bible says, stumble at that stumbling stone. Right. You really don't have a faith-based marriage because you don't even know what faith is. You don't even understand the operations of faith. And a faith-based marriage is a marriage that's, that's operating under the <laughs> principles, the strategies, and the tactics of faith that we find in the Word of God. Most people don't live by faith when it comes to their marriages. They don't apply the principles. They don't apply the tactics. They don't apply the strategies to their marriage. Welcome to another episode of When That's One, Gospel Love Edition. I'm Aviance. I am Aramis. I'm Caitlin. And I am Coach D. So, of course, we have been talking about our Coffee in the Morning Club, the discussions that we're having. I am loving. Uh-oh. I had a thought on the Coffee in the Morning Club that we need to get out. <laughs> he does this to me um, when I'm thought. announcing also. Okay. Every look, time. Because, look, this is an important thought, right? Okay. Because we have believers that are looking to make marriage what God intended for it to be. Like, they, like they want their marriage to be right. So um, one of the things we have to understand when God gives us something, right? Say, say if you ask God for an apple tree, what would he give you? A seed. He's going to give you the apple seed. Because he's a provider. He's not, in the, he's not in the quick fixes. He's not into um, bread. So there's two levels of giving. It's bread and seed, right? He gives seed to the soil and he gives bread to the eater, right? So, so he, 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 um, he multiplies your seed sown. So when, you, when you're looking for an a apple tree, he gives you the seed. Mm -hmm. If you're looking for a perfected marriage, he gives you coffee in the morning club. Mm. That's good. Coffee like in the morning club is the like seed. <laughs> but we don't we don't understand that. We think we want God to, you know, Send magically. Perfect man right, right. No, he's gonna give you a seed. He's gonna give you the seed of someone else. Right? Sister Liz and I have been used as seeds for many marriages. We're the seed. You want you want a you want a magnificent marriage. Well, to the glory of God. He's given Sister Les and I a revelation on marriage, and we've experienced 27 years of a magnificent marriage. So now he sows us into your life. But if you don't receive the seed, mm -hmm. well, God, what's wrong with my marriage? You didn't yeah. receive the seed, son. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So what we created is, a, is our Coffee in the Morning community as a seed for millions of marriages to come and plant themselves. And their marriage will grow into the full-blown tree. Apple tree. Apple tree, right? Mm -hmm. I thought that was a great analogy. I said, oh, I got to say that. Yeah. That was 100% yeah. great. We'll see. I mean, well, you we know don't what? understand that. I can tell that he likes the things he says because when I posted... <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm going to tell you why I like the things you I say. You heard that one, brother. I'm going to tell you why I like the things I say. I'm going to tell you why I like the things I say. Here's why. And this, she and didn't again. get to finish her thought. See that? That's the second yeah, time. Yeah, well, I'm sorry, babe. So here's why. Yeah. Oh. Here's why. It keeps it He's answering the question you yeah. had. Right along. That wasn't before why. him. Hold that thought. Here's what, what why. What were you saying, Pop? Right, 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 right. Here's why I like the things I say. Because it ain't me that's saying it. Mm. It don't originate with me. That's mm -hmm. why I like it. Because yeah. it's new to me just like it's new to y'all. Right, right, A lot right, of times, right, right, I'm, right. I'm hearing it for the first time. Right. You, you excited about I'm it. I'm excited about it. Oh, I'm, really, I'm hearing it for the first time. Then, then some folks will be like, say that again? Yeah. I, 
Yeah. That's my first time thinking about it. Right. it that just came to me. Yep. Right? No, I really, no. So I like when I hear something, when I, when I like what I hear. Yeah, because it ain't, it don't originate with me. Mm. And I say that to the glory of God. Mm. Right? It don't originate with me. It originated from a divine place. Man, I like that. <laughs> right, I'm sorry, go back. <laughs> so, in Attempt our coffee in the morning club, right? Mm-hmm. I posted and I said, hey, let me know some things that you've been hearing <laughs> on the call. <laughs> That was, right that, mm-hmm. was that was a joke. That was a joke. That was a joke. That was a joke. But you clearly just ahead. said, "Yeah, I do like the things I say." Yeah. No. Yeah. I, did I say I say? Huh? Yeah. I, did I say I say I said I, I like the things I heard this week? I think that's what I said. Mm. Is that okay, what I said? But you, but you, you. But I one. said it. I know. I'm the one who said it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. But yeah. I will say though, I'm I'm liking um, what I am seeing in there. The mm. revelations. And the things that are changing in people's marriages, the mm. mindsets that are changing, oh, yeah. I am mm-hmm. loving it. Mm-hmm. I'm loving what people are posting in there. Mm-hmm. No, it's good. It's good. And, and your point to your point is about interaction. That's what we're trying to drum up. She put she uh, she um, Avian's put a, a post in it because we want interaction. And I was just following her lead with a with a little jokey joke, mm-hmm. right? Like <laughs> to get interaction. That was all about interaction, uh-huh. right? Yeah. So, but but the the comments that are coming up, like they're just showing us that that people are getting it. They're getting it. They're getting it. They're going from these sight-based marriages and these doubt-based marriages to these faith-based marriages and these 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 uh, the marriage that God intended for us to have, the marriages that please God. And so, um, the more interaction we have, the more it's on the forefront of people's mind. That's the whole idea of interaction. Paul said it like this. He said to Timothy, he said, Timothy, consider the things that I've said to you. And, and the Lord will give you increase. He'll increase your understanding. The more understanding you have, the more you can walk in what you heard, what you understand. So the interaction in those groups keeps it on the forefront of people's mind. That's why we got to always be, be interactive. And it's def- the ball is definitely rolling because it seems like every week there are people, like not just one, but people who are trying to get into our group. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, which yeah. we got to clean up because people just, <laughs> people, <laughs> listen. You got to sign up. Right. Yeah. What happened, people, people come in and um, um, one, one sister, she just, she invited, she just, she just, she told everybody, but she didn't understand that you can't, it's, that's a private group. So they got to go to the gospel love group before they come to our coffee in the morning group, mm-hmm. right? So, okay. it's, but yeah, we'll yeah. straighten it out. Okay, good, good, good. So today we want to talk about <laughs> the the motive, the mission, and the mastery right. um, of a faith-based marriage. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I know we had a discussion yesterday right. about faith-based. Right, right, right. Why don't you explain what exactly a faith-based marriage is because right. people have their own thoughts of that. Yeah, and I think, I think, I think we had to, we had to, we got to finish that thought. Um, my only concern is we might be so far down the line now that like, like to go backwards might be tough. But the point is, um, just because people go to church on Sunday, married folk go to church on Sunday, they think they got a faith-based marriage. They think that's the extent of faith-based marriage, going to church, hearing a sermon, right? So when they hear the phrase faith, the phrase we use faith-based, they might think, oh, we have that. But they really don't. They really don't. Mm-hmm. And we don't want people to confuse that or get stuck or stumble, as, as the Bible says, stumble at that stumbling stone. Right. You really don't have a faith-based marriage because you don't even know what faith is. You don't even understand the operations of faith. And a faith-based marriage is a marriage that's, that's operating under the <laughs> principles, the strategies, and the tactics of faith that we find in the Word of God. Most people don't live by faith when it comes to their marriages. They don't apply the principles. They don't apply the tactics. They don't apply the strategies 
to their marriage. And what, what we've been able to do uh, in, in, in our marriage and, and, and all the couples that are associated with us is, is help them to see like what a real faith-based marriage is. We had a thought, we had a thought earlier, we were talking about it, that that's, 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 that's like sobering. It's like I almost don't even want to share it because I don't want folks to really start panicking, right? Because I can't get to them. To say, calm down, hold on, wait, <laughs> don't panic, right? But, but when you talk about a faith-based marriage, we have to look at it from, the, from a biblical perspective. Whenever we, whenever we, we are not in faith, there's, you then doubt or you're in faith, right? And so when, when you talk about pleasing God, yeah. it's clear that without faith, it is impossible to please God. Marriage is designed to be a faith-based venture. That's just how God set it up. Mm -hmm. It's by faith. You have, to, you, have to, you have to get married, stay married by faith. Again, principles, strategies, and tactics of faith. You have, to, you have to live by those things as a husband and as a wife. By faith. Well, why is this? Because we know without faith, it is impossible to please God. It is, it is technically illegal for God to give you anything without you being in faith. He just can't do it. He can't mm -hmm. do it. It's, not, it's against his nature for you, for him to relate to you outside of the of the boundaries of faith, he can't do it. Right. He has to. It has to be within the construct of faith, right? Um, that that means now you're in full agreement with him. That word in Hebrews it says, "Without faith, it is impossible to please God." But he that cometh unto God must believe that he is, and he's a rewarder, a remunerator. There is a reward associated with walking by faith, living by faith, not by sight. Most folks, as we talked about earlier, have a sight-based marriage, and we'll have to explain what that means. But um, when we look at that, we want our marriages to be pleasing to God. Right. It's got to be founded in faith. Just that simple. Mm -hmm. The Bible says this. Now, here's where it gets sobering. Mm -hmm. Oh, let me read it. Let me read it. <laughs> I want to read the scripture so, so don't people even think I'm making this stuff up. I want to read it. Um, do, we, do we ever think that, though? That well, we're just making stuff up? Well, words. You make up words sometimes. Yeah, but, but other people might see this. Right. <laughs> That's what, that, that's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. Okay. I'm talking about the other people. Okay. Oh, okay. So, 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 she thought I was talking about us forcing right here. I hope they don't doubt what I'm saying. I mean, they've been around me too long for that. And he that doubteth is damned if he eateth. Now, Paul was talking about eating stuff. I offer the idols not in faith not in, in this context, right? It says, because he eateth not in faith. If you don't do a thing in faith, you're damned. For whatsoever is not of faith, y'all ready for this? Is sin. If your marriage. That's kicking a lot of people in the chest right now. <laughs> if your a marriage lot of people. <laughs> is not operating, functioning, and, and, and moving by faith, let me rescue the people. Let me rescue them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, rescue. they need it. They need it right now. <laughs> They're just missing the mark. The word sin means to miss the mark. Don't panic and don't think you're, you're in sin because you right. don't, no, no. Right. You, you just, the, the idea of sin is, it comes from the, from the Greek thought uh, or the Roman games when the archers had to hit them. It'd be like, it'd be like the target is the bullseye. We call it a bullseye in our, in our term, in our language, right? Mm -hmm. And if you don't hit the bullseye, you don't qualify for the prize, right? So what, 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 Paul is communicating and what, what we see here if that our marriage is not faith based if it's not rooted grounded in faith if it's not operating by the principles tactics and strategies of faith 
you're going to miss the mark that God designed for you to have for your marriage. You can't, you can't hit the mark because it's not in faith. Right. Right. You can't hit the mark. It's still in doubt. You have a doubt based marriage. And I'll describe, we'll describe that later, but we run out of time. We'll, we'll describe <laughs> that if we have time. But a, but the idea of sin is to miss the mark, which then disqualifies you for the reward. The reward of marriage is oneness, it's intimacy, it's pleasure, it's power, it's purpose. Mm -hmm. You won't get the reward of, of oneness if you're not doing it by faith. That's why it's critical for folks to join us in our coffee in the morning club, for them to join our here. If you're not operating as a, in your husbandry by faith, you're going to always miss them. You're never going to get it right. And what's going to happen is you're going to get frustrated. And you're going to think, I can't do this. And you're going to think, this ain't for me. Baby, I got to go. That's what happens. But I think, I, I think, I think something that you said before we, before we came on the set was, was probably the, the biggest, I don't want to say the biggest, but it was the biggest mind blower to me. And the biggest subtlety in in the way that in the way that we think you you said you said you could be saved but not have a renewed mind. Oh my goodness, you hitting the nail on the head right now. I don't think a lot of people even think that far when it comes to them getting <laughs> saved. To, to them, I'm saved. I'm a new creation. Now what, God? Right. Like they still they still in the mind of you know God is going to do it for me. Like that's that's part of the teachings. But I, I think I think understanding that the initial step is getting saved. Right. Mm -hmm. The initial step is is surrendering yourself right. and, and opening yourself up to that exchange of love. Right. And, but but Can I give, let me give a scripture on that. Yeah, it, says, yeah. it says in Titus, this is Titus chapter three, verse five. It says it says Paul was talking about the, the, the washing of regeneration. That's new birth. Mm -hmm. That's the initial step. And the renewing of the Holy Ghost. Those two things. You need those two things. You need the washing, which is the born again experience, the acceptance of Christ, the, the, the initiation of it. But then there's the renewing of the Holy Ghost, which is direct reference to the renewing of the mind. Right. Okay. Right. Okay. So so I think I think when when you're reading the word and, and you get to um, who who was it they were saying uh, uh, repent? For for the uh, oh my gosh I'm go 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 John the Baptist Jesus yeah John oh John the Baptist yeah John the Baptist right yeah, yeah. so so the, the idea of, of repenting is to return to the original way of thinking original way right and and and, and he talking that good. gets missed though he talking good Avila that that gets missed <laughs> that gets missed yeah, when we think right. about yeah, you've been hanging out <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna talk out. to the camera here. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, anyway, yeah. no, but I, but, that, but that gets missed, and I think that's such a that's such a big thing that people just kind of glaze over when they when they talk about getting saved. Is you have to renew your mind in order to in order to to to, to truly understand what it takes to hit the mark. Yeah. Like just just from the standpoint of, of of being an archer in that time, right? Mm -hmm. You had to study. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of things to take into consideration. It ain't just aiming an arrow. It's mm -hmm. it's wind. It's mm -hmm. angle. Mm -hmm. It's positioning. It's all Distance. that stuff. It's this, all of right. It. There's a lot of different stuff that plays into. We have to think that in that much detail about the faith life. Yeah, yeah. No, that's real good because the renewing of the mind, and that was the foundation of our uh, motives. The, you have to have our minds renewed toward the motive for marriage, the mission of marriage, and the mastery of marriage. Like some folks don't even realize you can master husbandry and you can master wifery and you can master loving and you can master sexuality. Like those are, those are skills. Anything that's a skill can be, mastered. can be mastered. Anything that's a skill can be mastered. I don't care who you are. 
you can God has given you the capacity to master whatever is whatever is can be broken down into a skill. Yeah. Loving is a skill. Sex is a skill. Um, uh, husbandry is a skill. Wivery is a skill. Like these are skills that we can learn that we can master if we have the 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 we, we talked about this on Friday. Um, actually, I didn't get to it, but there's 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 two determinants for mastery. It's it's striving. Like the word striving is the strongest word in the Greek to go after something. You got to want to possess this thing. Paul said, Paul said, he said, this. he says, not as though I'm per perfect, but this one thing I do. I forget those things that are behind and I reach forth to no things that are before. I press toward the mark of the prize. Like I'm pressing. The Bible says he that striveth for the mastery is temperate in all things. Strive, you gotta ask, you gotta be striving for it. You gotta desire, you gotta wanna be the husband God has called me to be. You gotta wanna be the wife God has called you to be. You gotta wanna function on every level of why you got like you wanna be, you wanna be that wife that God says, Well done, sister, you love that man the way you're supposed to. You wanna be the husband that God says, Well done, my son, you loved her as Christ loved the church. You reverenced him, you you reverenced him like you're supposed to reverence him. But if you don't have that strivery, if you don't you don't have that if you don't wanna strive for it, then you won't do it. And then temperance, which speaks of self-control, right? It speaks of the ability to, it really speaks to this emotional intelligence, the ability to control your emotions, the ability to put the emotions back under the dominance of the spirit. Remember when Adam fell, they flipped, mm. right? They flipped. So the way you got to see it, you got to see the spirit man was on top. The soul man was underneath it, right? The soul, the order of the soul is mind, will, emotions, so they like to so emotions is at the bottom and the, the, the order of the spirit is intuition, communion and conscience. Right. So so and, 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 uh, and intuition is at the top. So imagine they flip now. What's on top? Emotion. Emotion is on top now. Yeah. Emotion is on top. So man lives by his emotion instead of he was designed to live by his logic, his mind. And, and that mind was the mind of Christ. The renewed mind. Yeah. If our mind is not renewed toward marriage, if we still live married under the unrenewed mind, we're destined to miss the mark. And if you miss the mark, then listen to some of these words that mean to miss the mark. It means, it means to be condemned. It means to be destined for destruction. Right? A doubt-based marriage, a doubt-based marriage will be, will, will, be, will be full of distrust, distance, and, diverse, and diversity. It'd be indifferent, you'd be independent, it'd be indecisive, it'd be, it'd be very indecisive. There'll be seclusion between spouses, there'll be separation between spouses, there'll be space. There'll be a level of privacy that they have that's just for them, right? In other words, this, you can't know, that's my private life. Like, you don't ask me about my private life, right? Um, there's a, they'll, they'll be very personal, like they have their own personal life that their spouse don't have got nothing to do with, right? They'll be aggravated, they'll be aggressive, they'll be angry, and then eventually they'll be abusive. This is all doubt-based stuff. This is how what folks live because it's not being done by faith. Mm. So that's the long answer to the question of what was a faith-based marriage. Did you even finish the question before we got? <laughs> what was a faith-based marriage? I have two of my thoughts that I haven't been able to finish. I'm just, sorry, man. Go get it. Nope. I mean, We're just going to move yeah. forward to make sure. We only got 11 sure. minutes left, so. Yep. <laughs> they got to tune in next week. They got to tune in next week. That's all. I'm glad you know that. See, now now he's on it. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, Very good. I'm catching up. It takes me a minute. It takes me a minute. Okay. So, because we only have 11 minutes left. Okay. Okay. So, is there. So, I know that we wanted to start with the motive for marriage. Yeah, Did yeah, you yeah, actually yeah, complete yeah. your thought? 
No, I didn't. So, so, <laughs> so the more, <laughs> so the mo You want to say something? No, go ahead. So the motive of marriage speaks to three things. We said extending of the kingdom of God. See, most folks think that marriage is is really about them, like individually. Like most wives think that marriage is about them. Most husbands think it's really about them and their pleasures and being pleased, right? Which is a part of it, but it's not the ultimate. The ultimate is God brought you together so that his kingdom can be glorified. His kingdom can be extended. His, his mind can be extended. His culture can be extended. His methodologies can be extended. Like that's, that, that, like that's the mandate. We call it the mandate of marriage, right? The mandate of marriage is, is, is the mandate that God gave man in the beginning, right? Be fruitful, multiply, subdue, replenish, and have dominion. That word dominion is actually the word for mastery. It said be a master in the earth. Master the skills necessary to, to operate in mastery in the earth. And he said, he said, listen, Adam, you can't do this thing by yourself, man. It ain't good. It ain't good for you to be by yourself. And he created marriage. He said, that's perfect. Now go get it done. Marriage was designed to manifest the mandate. So it's extend the kingdom of God, right? To reveal, for God to reveal love in its highest form. If you want to see love in operation, the closest thing we can get to seeing how God loves is in the marriage. Mm. You want to see love in operation. You want to see love in full manifestation. We see it in the confines of marriage. So it's to, it's to reveal himself, which he's love. God is love, right? right. And then uh, the motive for marriage is just to bring man extreme pleasure. So my motive for my marriage to my wife is to bring her the, the maximum amount of pleasure she can ever experience in this life. Amen. And it's the same thing for the wife. <laughs> the wife's motive should be to bring the husband the maximum amount of pleasure she could ever bring him on, on every level. Spiritual level, soulless level, physical level, economic level, like every level. That's my focus is to bring her a level of a pleasure um, on that level. And so that, that's the motives of marriage. Let yeah. me pause you for a minute. Because when you say marriage is a way to express the highest level of love, is that kind of what mm -hmm. you said? Yeah, okay. So... I believe in the Bible, it speaks that not all women will get married. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. It says it in, in a sense, right? <laughs> okay. Paul says not, he says, he says, he talks about there's some people who are born eunuchs. Okay. Some people choose to be a eunuch. So, yeah. Right. Right. So then for, for those people who will not experience marriage, is there another highest form that they can have with someone else, whether it's a child or a brother? I don't know. But is marriage the only highest form? Is marriage, um, marriage would be the only natural, be the highest form naturally speaking. Right. But the unmarried don't mean they ain't married. I understand that. Right. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I mean, that there. There you go. The unmarried. But, See, that's the problem. The but, unmarried think they they're not. They still they think they're single. They're still the bride. Right. They still they still married. I understand that, but the unmarried is married you to think someone naturally? perfect. So it doesn't. The married is married to someone perfect. No, this can go into a whole. The married folks. No, okay. So th th think about <laughs> it like this. Kaylin right? is married to somebody that's perfect. No doubt. Eris is married to somebody that's perfect. No doubt. See, we got to bust that myth too. Perfect. Right. Right. I, I need to explain that because I know folks don't remember that. Yes. Right. I need to explain. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. How can it get more perfect than us having the love of God in us? How can we get more perfect than us being born of His Spirit? Right. We perfect. That's one of the problems when you hear folks say, find me one place in the Bible. If you're watching this, find me one place in the Bible where the word perfect is used in the negative. Everywhere you see it in the Bible, 
The Bible says, be ye perfect, even as your heavenly Father is perfect. Now, the problem is our mindset towards perfect, right? The idea of perfect is complete, it's whole. It's, it's all the faculties that God has given you to function. It's, you're functioning in them. It's not, it's not, and, and, and that's based off what you know, right? Alessandra's in what grade? Uh, she's, she'll be in third. Alessandra is our daughter. It's their daughter, their biological daughter, but she's my daughter as well. But um, she's in the third. third grade, right? What level of math was she on? Oh, I don't know. Just say it was addition. It's, it was... No. Oh, oh yeah. no, she's, yeah, she's on, she's probably going into multiplication. Multiplication. This is a multiplication. So in the third grade, a, in the third grade, there's a certain standard of multiplication or, or the ability of multiplication they want you to know. Allie gets 100 on all of her exams. She gets 100 on the final exam. You can't ask her a question about multiplication in the third grade that she can't answer correctly. What was she? What was she? Well, what, what oh, is perfect. she? She perfect. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She perfect. Yeah. But does she know trigonometry? No. Do she know geometry? No. That do not make her perfect. See, in our mind, we think if we don't know geometry, then we ain't perfect. But it's not required of me to know geometry yet. Right. See, God only deals with you on what you know, on what you're required to know. He that knoweth to do right and doeth it not. To him is sin. You might not know to do what I know to do. So I can't look at what you ain't doing and look at what I'm doing. Well, I ain't doing either. So if I, if I ain't doing it, it's sin. If she's doing it, it's sin. No, that, not before God. It don't mean that. To whom much is given, much is required. Right. I know not to do that. You might not know not to do that. So it's looked at differently. Remember when, when, when uh, God told Noah to go and destroy the, the, the Nineveh. And Noah went the other way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and <laughs> God ran him down. <laughs> he finally ran him down. And when, at the end of the story, the folk repented. And God didn't destroy him. Noah said, I knew you was going to do that. That's why I ran in the first place. I knew you would do that. I knew you was going to have me get all the way here and then people repent. I knew you was going to change your mind. I knew it. God said, no, what you want me to do? These folk don't know their right hand from their left. They don't know what they doing. You want me to destroy them because of that? No. He don't, he, he don't hold them accountable for that because they don't know. So perfection, perfection, we have received the seed of perfection. Now that which is perfect has to be perfected. The unrenewed mind says only the perfected can be perfect. That's the unrenewed mind. Mm. But the renewed mind says the perfected, I mean the perfect now has to be perfected. God works from the inside out, right? I know that's off the topic. I know that's not what we're talking about. No, but that's good. But we had to explain this to people. Because people get, we, we, the church, but we got it confused. Because what happens is, Sister Caitlin looks at Brother Aramis from the unrenewed mind perspective. He ain't perfect. He ain't doing this. He can't do that. He ain't doing this. He ain't, he ain't, that. He ain't gonna never be able to do this. It ain't in him to do it. It is in him to do it. He's becoming who he is. The perfect, the perfect is being perfected. She got to see what he's going to become. That's a faith-based marriage. Mm-hmm. I can't look at what he ain't doing right now. That's a sight-based marriage. Well, look at him, what he's doing right now. I'll be talking to folk all the time. Well, they ain't doing this, and they ain't doing that, and they ain't doing this, and they ain't doing that. What does that got to do with anything? Mm-hmm. What does the word of God, what, what is it? Well, who, well, she ain't this, and he ain't this. Well, well, based off what? Based off what? Based off what? What you basing that off? What you basing that off? Of? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> well, 
Where you getting? Where, where you getting? What he ain't from? Because it's what I want, and I've heard my whole right. life that when I get married, I'm supposed to be happy, and this right. is what makes me happy, and I ain't happy right now. Right, right. But all that sight based stuff, yeah. all that unrenewed mind stuff. Yeah. These folks need to come to coffee in the morning club. <laughs> all right, that's 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 a whole other thing. These folks, okay. <laughs> Papa D. Yeah. I know. Well, we what got have, two minutes. What have we got? So, so let me do this. Let me do this. I want to get to this one part because the mission of marriage is oneness. Let me get to that. We're talking about the motive. The mission is oneness, right? One is in spirit. One is in faith. One is in mind. One is in speaking. One is in power, right? But what we got to understand, most folks think oneness. When they hear the word oneness, they may use the word togetherness. They think getting married means they want. Mm-hmm. Not even close. They think, listen, they think because she took his last name, she think we won now. Because I got your last name. Well, I took your name, didn't I? That, okay. That's a start. Right? Most folks think, watch this, having sexual relations is oneness. All of it, this is expressions of it. Mm-hmm. But just because you have sex with somebody don't mean you, you're becoming one with them. Right. They think having children means we won. That can be demonstrated because they, they raise them different. <laughs> you, think, you think he should get spanked, you think he shouldn't. That ain't one. Mm-hmm. And then lastly, they think Time is a determinant of oneness. Mm-hmm. Folk could be married 30 years mm-hmm. and be just as separate as it was the day they got married. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's not oneness. That's not oneness. Right? Oneness, oneness, oneness requires, oneness requires them to, to create a, have, a, have a culture of love. It requires them to, to have a, a, um, a, a truth-based marriage and not a fact-based marriage. And we, we, we can't get time. We got time to do that. Uh, we, we, got, we got, and listen, it, oneness comes by, by humility and, and, and releasing and letting go of wrongdoings. That's how you become one, right? That's how oneness comes. And so um, all of that stuff we can elaborate on. And then the third thing we talked about was mastery, mm-hmm. right? First, I got to get folks to believe they can master right. marriage, the skills of husbandry and the skills of wifery. Um, and, then, and then the two determinants of that we talked about earlier is, is having a, a, a striving, like you got a mind for it. That word strive means a readiness of mind, an eagerness, a want to, I want to learn. I want to learn. And then the word temperance, again, that means emotional intelligence. And that basically is summed up in the ability to, to be in control of your emotional state. I don't just lose it just because. I don't just fly off the handle just because. I don't just fly off because he didn't do this right or she didn't say this right. That didn't go right. I don't just lose it. The Bible says, talks about a person not having rule over their own spirit. It's like a city without walls. You're defenseless. You're mm. subject to everything. Anybody can come in there and mess with you. Play with you. Right? That's what we're talking about. We're talking about a faith-based marriage. We're talking about having this thing the way God intended. We're talking about hitting the mark every time. Qualifying for the prize of intimacy, pleasure, peace, and power. Experiencing the life and vitality of what marriage was intended to be. But if we don't understand the difference between a faith-based marriage and a doubt-based marriage, if we don't know the difference between the divorce culture and the culture of love and oneness, mm-hmm. then we're going to stay at 60% divorce rate. Yep. We're going to keep competing with the world about how quick we can get divorced, how bad this thing can be. I'm to my safe, folks. I'm to my safe, folks. <laughs> 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 okay. Okay. Any any last thought, bro? Nope. Let's take it out. How? Okay. Just one quick. How okay. has the heroic husband challenge been so far for you? Um, it's been tough on him. Tell him like it is. It's yeah. been hard. He get it worse than anybody. I, I, I do. He get it worse oh, than anybody. Because he the closest one to me. 
You gotta, he getting all of it. You gotta move over. Uh, he getting no, all of it. No, he get it worse than I'm right where I need to be. Yeah. Listen, he get it. He get it. It's hard on him, man. I, I, I would say. I would say. I mean, I, I said it. It's it's exactly what I've needed. Caitlin, Caitlin and I were talking the other day, and she was saying. Uh, she was just making an observation how, you know, when, when I was 19 and, and my son was born, that was really the point where I stopped growing, in essence, because now I have to teach. Mm-hmm. And if I'm going to teach, I need to be drawing from my own well. That was my mindset back then, right? I didn't know no better. Mm-hmm. And, and so, you know, being at, um, you know, being at 25 now, it's 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 a big. I love it. I love it. He's he learned. He, just, he got it. he got that thing right. He got that Boy, thing right. This yeah. this is just die. He got that thing right. He got that thing right. Style. There was definitely a check in my spirit when you said that. But okay. anyway, <laughs> twenty five for life. Twenty five for life. Twenty five for life. Juicy's definitely like eighteen. Right. 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 <laughs> <laughs> you had to blow my spot like that, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. So look, looking looking at that. And seeing and, and seeing what what I've what I've had to and, and I stress what I've had to go through. It, it was necessary. It, it, the the way that that pop has has trained me, the way that he's spanked me sometimes, the way that he's he's you know put me in a position to to, to constantly hear. Like that's what the challenge does. It's 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 meant to shake you out of whatever mindset that you're in and get you to look at the reality of your situation, look at the reality of your mindset, the reality of your walk with God, the reality of who you are and who you called to be. That you 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 need to be able to understand that in order to be in a position to to be a husband the way that you were called to be. Mm-hmm. You know, so so getting to that reality, getting getting my mind transformed to 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 taking on that mindset taking on that challenge and and really wearing it the way that i was meant to his his it's changed again yeah. it's changed again yeah two re- two things two things let me throw this in i gotta get this in two things it's hard <laughs> now it's hard in the beginning <laughs> that's okay it's hard in the beginning so it can be easy like, like Jordan he asks himself the question yeah. he make up his own motivations in his mind he gonna get that ring listen, listen. no uh, this is important this is important it's hard in the beginning no doubt no doubt cause it is now 100% right, like right. it's I, easy to, right. we believe marriage is easy yeah yeah, yeah. It's gonna be. Um, it's hard on. It's hard on us in the beginning, so it can be easy in the end. And the other thing is, he's gonna be able to say, folks, gonna. They think they want to be close to D. They. You think you want to be walking Ooh. with him. You think you do. <laughs> it's a whole nother level. <laughs> well, don't say that, Papi, because when I high ticket offer, we're gonna need people to. Oh, want no, to be that's, close I mean, that's good. Listen, listen, listen. Them paying for an hour or eight hours, cool. <laughs> but we doing life. Every day. We doing life. I'm, every I'm day. in real All discipleship day. here. Two o'clock in the morning. Oh, uh, man. 11 o'clock at night. Eight o'clock in the morning. <laughs> what you doing? I got a thought. Listen. <laughs> Yo, I got this thought. I need to run by you. Yeah. And, and half the time, I'm just like, I never thought about it like that. But I don't even know what to say. Like... Yeah, no, that's good, Pop. That's, that's, <laughs> but you, but the the one thing that I'm noticing is that I feel like even if Papa D haven't said it out loud, everyone needs to think of an exit strategy, and I think you might be one for him. Hmm? Yeah. I said it out loud. I don't say that. I don't want to be the one. I don't want to be teaching coffee in the morning the whole time. Uh, yes, uh, I yes, I'm letting that, that know right is, now. But just in the whole scheme of things, Papa. I got you. Okay. Let's get out of here. All right. Let's get out of here. Kate, close us out, babe. Let, let Say, something. Know. Say something. Say yeah. something. Oh, I just PI that now. 
He already knows. Yeah. Okay. She got the PI address on today. Yeah. <laughs> she got some some movement. Yeah, she's wearing it. She okay. comfortable. Add something to, some, some to the situation. Okay. So, <laughs> people know where they can find us. You can close us out. Yes. So, we will be here next week. And you can join us Monday, Wednesday, Fridays. Coffeeinthemorningclub.com. Visit there. All we need is your name, email, and phone number. Yep. And there you go. So uh, thank you so much for joining us this week. We will see you in next week or Monday if you join Coffee in the Morning Club. So <laughs> have a good day.